What up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. Yes, yes. So, get right into the first topic here. Let's talk about Sir Isaac Newton. Uh, Jonathan Isaac. So, Jonathan Isaac is a basketball player, for those who don't know. He played for the Orlando Magic and he he made some waves and it's not in a good way at all um he made some waves because uh he decided to not kneel along with his teammates and you know everybody else in the older majority of basketball players and staff members uh, while the national anthem is being rung out um he chose not to kneel and he also chose not to wear the Black Lives Matter warm-up shirts that the NBA players have, right? Um, WNBA players have that as well. So this is a black man who decided not to wear a Black Lives Matter shirt and decided not to kneel during the national anthem. Um, People were, obviously he got backlash from people, but then the media obviously in their own way gave him backlash without trying to make it obvious but for people like me and for those who can see right through the media's bullshit you know it was obvious that they were trying to um, make Jonathan Isaac look as bad as possible or condemn him basically for uh, why for for not wearing a t-shirt a BLM shirt in general and not kneeling during the national anthem. Um, Jonathan Isaac himself has stated that he believes in Black Lives Matter. Um, shit, I had a video for 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 queued up and stuff. I just can't find it. Um, that's my bad. But basically, you can check out his statements. It was an interview he did with Taylor Rooks, um, and. Um, he, he said he believes in Black Lives Matter and he doesn't believe in kneeling for the flag simply because he doesn't kneel for anything other than God. <laughs> and he also does believe Black Lives Matter. I won't say he believes in Black Lives Matter. He do, does believe Black Lives Matter. But in his own way, he was basically saying he was an all lives matter person. And, you know, he kept mentioning God and how... Uh, through God, everything is possible, and nobody is higher than God. And f- for him, he got it screwed up in his head that uh, Black Lives Matter activists are out here saying that we are uh, not only are we better than white people or non-black people, but we're better than God. You know, um, just a bunch of religious mumble jumble BS that he he stated. Um, He's also injured now. A couple of days after that uh, situation, um, he ended up getting a, getting into a. Uh, well, he he drove down a lane and he jumped, and then something in his leg messed up. I think it was his uh, ACL or something like that. Um, but he he's he, he's out for the rest of the season. And, um, you know, don't know what the rest of his NBA career is looking like. I don't know how, I don't know much about if the, if the injury is, I mean, if it was season ending, it is serious, but 
I don't know if it's something that he needs to just uh, sit on it. Not literally, of course, but like sit on it and it's going to heal over time. Or does immediate surgery need to happen in order for him to make a recovery or whatever? I don't know the, you know, ins and outs of all that and stuff. Um, For those who might be listening and you're a Jonathan Isaac fan or uh, Orlando Magic fan or you just uh, know about the situation um, you can educate me on what's the deal with that. Um, but as far as why I'm talking about this, it's not because I'm going to condemn Jonathan Isaac. I do think that I did say that he is an All Lives Matter activist or not activist, but you know, uh, All Lives Matter person because what he was saying was basically on the same tip of All Lives Matter. He was, you know trying to make it seem as though that he wasn't like he he was basically saying all lives matter without saying all lives matter you know and that's why he refused to wear a black lives matter shirt because he doesn't want to offend his fellow compadres in the all lives matter uh campaign in quotation marks that the people on patreon are able to see me do so um yeah, I'm going to talk about the backlash that he got more so in just this idea that I've talked about many times before on here, and, uh, and I don't like it. I don't like the aspect of people being forced or condemned for basically have a difference of opinions and liberals are really guilty i mean both parties are guilty of this but i talk about how liberals are really really guilty of this and if it seems as though i'm really critical on liberals or leftists in general it's because i want them to do better that's what it is i want them to be better um it's the party that i've primarily voted for for my life um for the majority of my voting life i I should just say and Obviously, if I see a party that I used to identify with doing shit that made me not to want to identify with them, I'm going to want them to do better, you know? Um, And this is just one of the many examples as to where, why I'm like, this is why I don't fuck with y'all no more. It's like shit like this. You're condemning this man. And no, I don't agree with the things he was saying and stuff like that again. My bad for not having the video queued up for y'all and stuff. Um, But again, this is stuff you can search up. But uh, I don't agree with the statements he made. Like I said, he was just basically saying all lives. He doesn't believe the Black Lives Matter thing is, is, you know, not that it isn't good, but he doesn't believe that it's something that should uh, be chanted because in his eyes all lives matter because in his eyes saying black lives matter once again is saying that only black lives matter and nobody else's life matters you know um and again he's real like big on christianity and god and stuff so it, to him he sees that as a bunch of people thinking that they're above god and stuff um when again nobody said that isaac nobody said that so Um, As far as my criticism of him, though, that's as far as it goes. It doesn't go on this aspect of, oh, my God, he didn't wear the shirt. Oh, my God, he didn't kneel during the national anthem. I think all that shit is performative anyways. I don't understand why they're continuing to play the national anthem when these athletes are going to continue to kneel. I thought when I was watching a WNBA game, 
uh, one of the earlier games, um, both teams walked out during the national anthem. I thought that was a more uh, powerful statement, even though the teams aren't walking out anymore simply because they probably got uh, told they can't walk out. But it, it, what's the point of coming out to the national anthem or just coming out in general um, or having it being played when the people or the majority of the people, because there are staff members who stand, there are other players who stand as well, you know, and still put their hand or right hand on their chest and stuff. So it's not 100% everybody, but it is a majority of everybody judging based off of what I've seen during both um, leagues. Um, but you know, just, just to, I just don't see the point in playing it. If people are not going to stand, I'm not saying stand the hell up. Absolutely not. I'm just saying, don't play the shit. You know what I'm saying? Just get, get to the games or whatever. Um, I don't know, but the condemning of, of him, um, and obviously they stopped doing it. They didn't do it any longer, which was a surprise to me. That was the big surprise to me was that this didn't drag out longer than probably that night or that that afternoon slash night and went viral. Uh, and after that, it was nothing else. It was just crickets. Maybe because um, he got injured nights afterward, even though there are people who are making light of that situation, calling it karma and shit. Fuck out of here. Y'all gonna find out what real karma is. Watch. Being nasty like that. I don't care if you know, Jonathan Isaac is an all lives matter activist. I don't care that he he made a bum ass excuse as to why, you know, um, he can't, you know, wear a shirt or kneel during the national anthem. I don't think he deserved the injury that he got seen as he was still a talented young man. I still believe he's a talented young man. I don't agree with his all lives matter activism shit. Um, not to say that I don't believe all lives matter. I just think that idea of ca- of countering all lives mattering with uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, I've already said this plenty of times. It's dumb. It's 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 not you know that y'all y'all are not genuine in your belief of all lives mattering because if someone who truly believes every life matters will not be offended by Black Lives Matter. You know, simple as that. Um, or anybody else saying we want uh, we want to let the world know that our lives matter. You know, you would not be offended by that. You will say, yeah, I believe that their life matters. Therefore, I'm going to side with them. So all the real people who believe that all lives matter are actually chanting black lives matter. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that he, he, he did all that. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to cheer for this man being injured or whatever. Um, like I said, he was a talented young brother, um, you know, making his way back up. He When he first got in the league, he was really like popping and stuff. And then, you know, he had a decline. And then it seemed as though things were going back up and then the injury, you know. Um, but I, I don't like the I, I don't like the forcing or the condemning of different ideologies and stuff, especially uh, if it's something as 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 harmless as someone not wearing a shirt that said Black Lives Matter, someone who stood up during the national anthem, something that we've all been doing uh, prior to you know Kaepernick taking the knee, 
um, anyways. We spent most of our life, or at least all of us who weren't Jehovah's Witnesses, at least, um, spent all of our lives in school. When the national anthem rang out, we stood up. So let's not let's not act like we haven't stood for the national anthem before. You can kneel now. You can have whatever thoughts and feelings now. But let's not act like people um, don't have reasons for why they stand for the national anthem. Whether you believe in those reasons or not, or agree with those reasons or not, let's not act like they don't have a reason or right to do that. And the same goes for. And I, I can't believe I got to say this. Let's not act like people don't have a right to wear whatever fucking shit they don't want to wear or do want to wear. That's, you know, people want to talk about freedoms and shit. And this is what really pisses me off about the backlash uh, Jonathan Isaac got is because y'all are really y'all really don't know what y'all asking for. Y'all really don't know what type of society y'all are telling um, what kind of message you're giving off to the American government when they see its own people condemning people for not following suit. You know, you're, you're, you're asking for a society that you really, 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 really don't want to live in. And I know everybody who, want, who does the condemning, they don't want that type of dictatorship happening here in the United States. They don't. But they... They're 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 too fucking stupid to see that their their own practice practices in doing shit like that, trying to force people's hands, is is can can happen anytime. Like the government is going to see that and say, well, they're fine with that. Well, they should be fine when we start doing it on them. You know, you 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 got to look at shit like that, and you you can call me crazy, this that and the third. Listen. Everybody that want to call people like myself crazy, the realists out there, look at all the crazy shit that's happening that people have been saying was was a problem and those people got called crazy. But now look at it happening. You can deny it all you want. You can you can act like it ain't happening all you want. But, you know, it's 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 reality. And whatever bubble you want to live in, not literally like the NBA players and the WNBA players right now, but I mean figuratively, whatever bubble you want to live in, um, go ahead and live in that bubble. But see how long you can last in that. See how long it's gonna. See how beneficial it's gonna make things for you in your life. Cause it's not. It's simply not. You know, so like I said, that was my biggest issue with the whole situation. Again, I don't agree with I don't agree with Jonathan Isaac's uh, comments. I don't think that they were intelligent comments. Um, I do think that he has the right to believe what he whatever he wants to believe in, and and, and that's just the type of I guess American or person that I am. Um, I want I fight for the beliefs. Uh, in the freedoms of everybody, whether they agree with me or not, you know, Jonathan Isaac clearly is somebody who doesn't agree with me on at least the aspect of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean I want him to be silenced. That doesn't mean I want him to be uh, forced into conforming and shit. Nah, him or anybody else for that matter. So that's that on that y'all let me know your thoughts on the situation i'm gonna press pause we're gonna go into break for those who aren't patrons you're gonna hear an ad about patreon 
And for those who aren't on you who are on Patreon, y'all know the deal. We just gonna kick it for you know a few minutes or seconds and um yeah that's what it is so uh kneel during the anthem but you also didn't wear a black lives matter shirt uh do you believe that black lives matter absolutely i believe that black lives matter um a lot, a lot went into my decision and, and part of it is first off um is it, my thought that you know kneeling or wearing a black lives matter t-shirt um, don't go hand in hand with supporting black lives. And so um, I felt like just me personally, um, and what it is that I believe in standing on a stance that um, I do believe that black lives matter, but I I just felt like it was a decision that I had to make. And, and I, I didn't um, you know, feel like putting putting that shirt on and, and kneeling uh, one hand in hand with um, supporting black lives or that it, it made me support black lives or not, I believe that. Uh, for myself, my, my, my life has been supported uh, through the gospel, Jesus Christ, and, and that everyone is made in the image of God and that we all fall short of God's glory. And that, uh, you know, each and every one of us, each and every day do things that we shouldn't do. We say things that we shouldn't say. Uh, we hate and we, we dislike people that we shouldn't hate and dislike. Um, and, and sometimes it gets into a point where we point fingers about whose evil is worse. And, and sometimes it comes down to simply whose evil is, is most visible. So um, I felt like I wanted to just take a stand on I feel like we all make mistakes, but I think that the gospel of Jesus Christ is that there's grace for us and that Jesus came and died for our sins and that if we all will come to an understanding of that and understand that God wants to have a relationship with us, um, that we can get past skin color, we can get past all the things in our world that are messed up, jacked up. Um, I think when you look around, racism isn't the only thing that, that, that plagues our society that plagues our nation, that plagues our world. And I feel like, you know, coming together on that message that we want to get past not only racism, but everything that that, 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 that plagues this other society. I feel like the answer to it is, is the gospel. If I may answer that. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, am I able to follow up with a quick one? Yes, please do, go ahead. Okay, um, so Jonathan, I, I'm asking this with all sincerity. I just want to really understand your reasoning for that. Can you just explain further what you feel like religion has to do with kneeling for the anthem to protest against racism and police brutality? The correlation between those two? Well, I mean, honest, honestly, I don't I don't really see it as religion for myself. Um, I see it as a relationship with, with God um, um, through, through his son who died for our sins. I feel like not only I, I don't I don't think that, you know, kneeling or um, putting on a T-shirt for me personally is the answer. I feel like um, for me, black lives are supported through the gospel. All lives are supported through the gospel that we all, like I said, have things that that, that, that we do wrong. And um, sometimes it gets into a place of pointing fingers about which wrong is worse, you know, and who's wrong is seen. So I feel like the Bible tells us that we're all, we all fall short of glory. Of the, we all fall short of God's glory. And that at the end of the day, you know, whoever will humble themselves and, and seek God and repent of their sins, that, that, that we could, see it in a different light, see our mistakes, see people's mistakes in a different light, or see people's evil in a different light, and that it would help bring us closer together and get past skin color, and get past anything that, you know, that's on the surface and doesn't really deal with the hearts of men and women. Right now. All right, and uh, this is Editor Ernest here. 
had to stop the video because the ad it's the end of the video anyways but a t-mobile ad was playing in uh yeah we're not giving them a free ad placement here anyways um it was that comment that comment there where he said that all lives are protected under god um is why i got the stance that he believes in all lives matter and he's not really in again as i stated before he does believe black lives matter there's no doubt in my mind that he doesn't believe that his black life or just black life doesn't matter but i don't think he is again for the movement because to him and as he continued to bring up it seems as though it's a uh, to him, we're saying when we say black lives matter, we're saying only black lives matter or only our lives matter. And we mat me matter more than non-black lives or anybody else. And if anybody does something wrong to us, that should be the only wrongdoing that should be that should uh, that we that people should care about. And nobody else's life matters. Therefore, if anybody else is wrong, then we shouldn't care. And I already debunked that and said that's not true. That's not what the movement is all about. He's clearly, you know, skewed by whatever reasons as to why he believes the movement is about that. But yeah, there's the clip. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, so you love Ernest, same guy, different name, here to tell y'all about my Patreon. So, a number of y'all have mentioned before that, you know, you wanted a video version of the podcast. Well, with Patreon for just $10 a month, that is one of the perks you can get as a patron of my Patreon. The video version of the podcast as well as the audio version that you are already receiving. Alright? This subscribing to the Patreon will also give you an ad-free experience. Yes. Which means you won't have to hear this ad ever again if you become a patron. And any other ad that I will have on this podcast as well. That also goes for my, the My Two Cents podcast, my other podcast. You can check down in the description box below or subscribe via patreon by just subscribing to the patreon as well you know also the last perk which i think is just a really cool perk is the extra content i will do extra content i'll be bringing back the show and movie reviews that i used to do on here I will be doing that as extra content. And yes, that will also be on video as well. So I'll be doing reviews for the various shows that I watch and any movies that I'm watching. I can tell you right now, I have a couple of reviews for The Shy, just in case you're interested in it. And you can suggest movies or shows for me to review. And I would gladly do that. You will only see that content, though, by subscribing to Patreon. Once again, $10 a month will get you ad-free in an ad-free experience of listening to the podcast, a visual experience, and extra content for both podcasts, not just this one. Pretty cool, if you ask me. So, think about becoming a patron 
And if you do, I really appreciate it. If you don't, I still appreciate your listen. Back to the show. All right, we are back. But I never left for those who are on Patreon. And for those who aren't on Patreon, again, still love y'all, but I'm back. Anyways, as I was just telling the patrons, um, I fucked up today when it came to the videos that I wanted to include or video clips or not just video clips or audio clips, I should just say, that I want to play um, during this episode. Um, I told you in the first segment I wanted to to play uh, uh, Jonathan Isaac's um, speech. And you know what? Here's what I might do. So... I might, at the end of this podcast, there's two videos, like I said, um, one about Jonathan Isaac and then one with this discussion, uh, that lady had, uh, you know, the, the white lady that goes around telling white people racism is bad, um, you know, her and some other guy had, so I will look up those videos, I'll do my best to look up those videos, and again, if you're on Patreon, you will find those, you'll find those video clips, in the description box below. If you're not on Patreon, I will create an extra segment to where you're listening to the audio of both of those clips being played. and um, Or I'll just somehow try to edit it to where uh, those clips are included within the right segments and stuff. So, yeah, trying to improvise over here, you know. Um, but... The video clip I wanted to talk about once again was was about the, the the old white lady that goes around telling white people racism is bad. And she had this, I guess, debate um, with some young black man. Um, don't know his name. I'm familiar with him. But, you know, um, people seem to like his... I, I liked what he was saying. Um, and again, I'll find a way to, you know lump all those clips in if possible if I could find those clips still um but um he was basically going uh back and forth with her because she made the comment that you know the Indian folks um the Native Americans here they have it worse than black folks so if anybody has a right to talk about you know civil rights right now or or the 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 right to be treated as a human being here in the United States is the Native Americans. And I I agree with that, but I also don't think that it's genuine for anybody to make an argument like that because what it sounds like you're doing and what many of these people are doing when they say that is they're telling black people to shut up about them being oppressed shut up about the mistreatments that they're going through because other people got it worse in quotation marks you know um and that's that's not something you tell somebody you don't tell somebody with uh colon cancer that oh somebody right now has COVID-19 so they actually they 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 got it worse you don't tell someone with COVID-19 that someone else has AIDS You don't tell a rape victim that, well, at least you're still alive. My brother was murdered last week. You just don't. Bad is bad. And I I, I hate this whole idea of the 
I hate the idea of the oppression Olympics, like who got it worse. Also, I hate this comparison of this is worse than that. Now, there's obviously things in the world that <laughs> is clearly worse to, to, to happen to somebody than it is for something else. Like, like God forbid, this, this laptop just craps out on me right now as I'm recording this episode for my patrons, you know? That would be bad, but that is not worse as somebody um, getting shot, you know? Someone getting beat up, raped. Somebody finding out they got COVID-19. Somebody's finding out they got cancer or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Those are things that are way worse than just my laptop giving up on me. God forbid, though. But giving up on me. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. But when you're comparing things like tragedies or atrocities happening to one group of people and another group of people, atrocities are atrocities and they're all disgusting. They all happen by the same, by, at the hands of the same group of individuals in power and it's all disgusting. So to make it seem as though, um, yeah, again, if, you, if, if you're going to argue, uh, you know who should be making noise right now? Who And they actually are making noise. So for saying things like they're the ones that should be making noise. If you truly cared about the Native American communities, you know that they are making noise. I get emails all the time from the organizations of the Native American organizations that I support talking about what their plans are. So they're making noise. They're making noise right now. You know, so stop saying, you know who should be making noise? Or, you know who has a right to be making noise right now? Who has a right to be complaining? They are making noise. They are complaining. They have been doing it for years. I've been getting these emails for years. So shut the hell up. You really don't care because you don't even pay attention to it. You don't donate to these fucking, uh, their funds. You don't sign no petitions. You don't go to these protests. You don't, none of that. All you want to do is shut up black people because you don't fuck with us. That's what it is. You just don't fuck with us. And I'm not saying that was the case for that white lady who made that comment. But, you know, she just gave me this idea when I saw that, that she's someone who has been smelling her own shit for years. That she just got so used to the smell that she doesn't smell how shitty the shit is. You know what I'm saying? And because... Of that and all these other white people praising her and just other people in general praising her for her efforts in destroying racism. Going around telling people racism is bad is not destroying racism, by the way. It's just simply telling people racism is bad. I can tell y'all right now what is bad. COVID-19. Me saying COVID-19 is bad, is that going to then find a vaccine for COVID-19? It's, it's 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 probably going to uh, motivate doctors and, and 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 people in that field, scientists, to get off their high horse and maybe stop listening to the podcast and find that vaccine. But is it going to immediately stop uh, COVID nineteen by me simply saying, "Hey, gal, COVID nineteen is bad." Is it over? I don't think so. So. Yeah, she she's doing, I guess she's doing white Jesus's work, white God's work, but she's definitely not doing, you know, I don't want to say she's not doing anything at all. Let me just put it that way, you know, um, but this brother who was debating with her, he brought up some great points. He, he, he brought up how, um, 
the Native Americans and the, the land that they were given and the opportunities that they were given, that black folks weren't given. Because people tend to forget this shit all the time. Sure, Native Americans were the first on this land. Um, they discovered America, really. Um, but they were also given reservations. And on these reservations, they have their own laws. They basically have their own country within a country. There are no places in America like that, or all over the world for that matter, other than Africa for black folks. Other than Africa and all these other uh, African-derived places. That's how I'm going to put it, you know? Um, You know, African-derived places, what I mean. Um, Because I think I said Africa, but still. Other than, there is no place like that for African Americans so he made the point that they got reservations they got all this stuff and simply because the Native Americans may have not taken the opportunity or used or, or used the little that they got and built from it doesn't mean black folks don't deserve that opportunity because history shows that when we get little shit we make it pop into big businesses like um, big booming businesses, big booming economics, especially for black folks. Like you see what happened with Tulsa, Oklahoma before it was bombed. You seen places like uh, um, not Manhattan Beach, but I forgot the other uh, the name of the beach of the black couple who basically started their own black beach within this area because black folks weren't allowed on Manhattan Beach or whatever. Um, that shit was destroyed. You see what happens when black people are giving just a little bit. When black folks truly, truly want liberation. Black folks who want true liberation. Let me put it that way. Because not all skin folk are kin folk. But not all POC are kin folk either. And that's the next topic. So um, I'll get into that when I get into that, of course. But, you know, the black folks who truly want li- liberation... And truly want, uh, you know, a life without being controlled and stuff um, by the oppressor. You saw what shit that we do. So imagine if we did get the land that the Native Americans got. Imagine if we did get the, the same, just everything that they got where we were able to make our own laws, our own land and shit like that. Imagine at the way we will maintain all that. And if you're having a hard time imagining it, again, once again, go look at the thriving black neighborhoods um, in American history. The thriving black cities. Detroit, at one point, was one of them. All Everybody liked to bring up... Chicago, Detroit, and all this violence and shit, but always, but always fail to ignore how the government uh, defunded the fuck purposely out of Detroit to fuck with the black life, the the black lives there that were thriving, and um, you know, the jealous white government was doing what they do. You know, the jealous racist white government doing what they do because that's what jealous white racist folks do what they do. They see black folks thriving somewhere. 
They get mad. They want to destroy it. That's why you have all these other subgroups uh, against Black Lives Matter. You've seen, you've seen a bunch of black folks, and Black Lives Matter is not perfect, for sure. But you've seen a black, a bunch of black folks coming together and making noise, national noise, international noise, and it's, it became a problem. We can't have black folks uh, succeeding at anything other than failing. We just want them to succeed at failing. So, this whole idea of who had it worse, I'm not going to answer that fucking question. It was a rhetorical question. But, I am, and I did speak on the aspect of, well, who is going to make use of the opportunity that was given to them? And I'm not saying the Native Americans did not take that. I'm not saying that wasn't the case. Um, sadly, a lot of those places, a lot of those tribes ended up falling into alcoholism. Um, and because of like the reservations and stuff, they fell into capitalist greed, um, that they saw white folks doing. And then they started to enact that on their own people. It was kind of like a destruction from within, by looking at what the outside world, in quotation marks, because they're still, once again, a part of America, but they were, they were their own colony, you know, for lack of better wording. Um, but looking at what the outside world was doing and then implementing those same toxic traits within your own world, and then you fucked up your shit. You, you just fucked it up for your people, you know? And I'm not saying that that can't happen with black folks, but we've seen what happened when black folks, once again, was given our own neighborhoods, our own schools, our own businesses. You know, they thought we were going to not thrive. They thought we were not, we, we, we were going to be like, please, white folks, please give us just, or or just, you know, say, We'll, we'll be your slaves. We'll, we'll be your slaves if that means we can live inside your nice lavish house. Or if that means we can be a part of your neighborhoods, we'll be your slaves. But nah, the black folks who wanted true liberation, once again, uh, they made their own. They made uh, diamonds out of the fucking dirt and dust that was given to them. You know? And then those diamonds were crushed by the jealous white racist government. So, that's that on that. Once again, y'all gonna hear a break for the non-patrons out there. Love y'all. But, you know, this is, you know, the, the, the perks that the patrons get are obviously for them because they're a patron. Um, you can choose whatever avenue you want to listen to the podcast because I appreciate it either way. But, you know. Y'all going to get a break, and um, I'm going to continue chatting with the patrons real quick. So uh, stay tuned regardless. So we're back once again uh, for those not listening on Patreon. I still love you. So last and final topic, POC ain't K. 
kinfolk. Now, I'm not speaking about all. I know under people are going to get offended either way. Um, they're going to say that, how come you're not saying not all PLC and whatever? How about you just tailor it just a little bit so you can get your point across or just don't talk about it at all? Nah, I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. And this is from what I've been seeing for years. This isn't a recent revelation, but this is what I've been seeing for years. And this is absolutely true. And people get upset at folks for mentioning this. And this is, I know, a controversial take, but it's true. It's controversial because it's true. It's only controversial because it's an ugly truth that people of color, uh, non-black POC, don't want to admit to. This whole idea of we're all together under this POC umbrella until it comes to black folks getting fucked up. Or when your non-black colored ass is being treated right by white folks or getting opportunities in these white spaces, you know, then it's then it's, you know, I'm, I'm caring about me. Then it's, guys, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstrap. Or at least I'm not one of those lazy niggers, you know? Um, So, yeah, this whole idea of POC being our allies, I never really subscribed to it based off of things I've seen, like I said. Now, again, that does not mean I look at every person of color, non-black person of color, as some threat or racist, even though they can be uh, racist in the sense of being prejudiced towards black folks, not being racist in the sense that white folks can, where you can enact the the system of racism on um, black folks, because just as much as black folks can be a victim of that systematic racism, an Asian and Latin person um, you know, can be a, 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 a victim of said systematic racism um, that a white person could enact on them. You know, a white person in power can, could enact on them. Um, but that does not mean that non-black people of color are innocent in racism or innocent and just guilty-free of being racist as somebody who's lived in neighborhoods with predominantly brown folks um i can tell y'all from the fact that they the from the landlords from the neighbors and it wasn't all because my favorite neighbors of all time were also latin folks you know they're black and brown uh they, they were black and brown folks they were a mixture of two um but for the most part, the, the some of my most cherished neighbors that I've ever had growing up and now actually are Latinos. <laughs> you know, Latinas to be exact, because it's majority women on this side, majority women on the well, it's like equal balance on the other side, but still Latinos, Latinas, whatever, brown folks. So I got no problem with y'all. I have no problem with Asian folks. I have no problem with other people of color. But I need y'all to go check your brothers and sisters 
when they are enacting in racism. And you know that for a fact. And you know they are. When they have these ideas. You know, these racist mindsets. You know, it's not just enough to tell white people, hey, you got to speak up to your racist family members. Your Latin ass got to do the same. Your Asian ass got to do the same. Your non-black colored ass has to do the same. You know, I don't care how mean your, your abuela is. I don't care how, uh, uh, you know, how stern and mean and old school your grandma is. However you say grandma or grandpa or uncle or mom or dad in your language, no matter how old school they are, the, the, the simple fact of the matter is that that's a that racism is a wrong mentality to have back then. And it's a wrong mentality to have now, simply because the motherfuckers didn't go checked. They didn't get checked for their racism back then doesn't mean it made it right. You know, it doesn't mean that, you know, I think that people got away with, well, men especially got away with rape a lot way before the women's uh, suffrage movement. That doesn't mean because they got away with it a lot more than they do now, and they still getting away with it today, but just because they got away with it a lot more now than they did than they did today, uh, do today, um, doesn't make it right. You know what I'm saying? So, cut that shit out. Um, but, black folks, this is why I always say we all we got. And again, I'm not saying let's excommunicate ourselves um, from our... Latin neighbors, our Asian neighbors, our non-black, our non-black uh, PLC neighbors, or our white PLC, uh, white PLC, <laughs> right? White neighbors, or just white friends, or any. I'm not saying let go of everybody who isn't black in your life and tell them to fuck off. But I'm saying you gotta understand that they have an agenda. And you should have an agenda as well. And what I mean by that is you should have an agenda for your people. You, your your people, your community, your family. Because ultimately, and if you call yourself a family person, a family man, a family woman, or a family non-binary person, um, you're going to want the advancements um, of everybody in your community because... What affects them affects your family. And it affects you too. But a lot of people like to think they're not of their community or think because they have a difference, this and third. And I get it, people are different. But at the same time, other communities have zero problems. Zero problems, from what I see at least. Zero problems identifying with their communities. Whether it be problems of people within that community telling them you shouldn't be all about the Asians you shouldn't be all about the Hispanics you shouldn't be all about nah or zero problems from people from the outside of the community talking about you shouldn't be all about this you shouldn't be all about that because when, when Chinatown goes up white folks go and they visit and they talk about how great it is and all the other Chinese shit they get there. They don't say, well, if you're going to have a Chinatown, we're going to have a white town or a Europe town or whatever. Even though there is, I think there's little Italy's here for sure. And then there's like a little Albania here or something like that. And there's Chinatowns. So, um, 
But when, it seems as though when black folks, when we get together and we want to start our own shit, and as I hinted on in a previous topic, it's a problem. It's not just a problem with white folks. It's a problem with other races as well, other nationalities as well. Because I've seen other nationalities make it a big deal whenever black folks say stuff or get together on some stuff, you know? Um, and then you see countless of videos of pe- uh, people of color coming at black folks and just being downright nasty and racist to black folks. You know, treating us like dirt. And again, as somebody who experienced this growing up and still in my adult life when I was working outside of the home um, and was working at a fucking st- a place where, again, a lot of the, it was a diverse. Uh, I was working at a, uh, a grocery store and the it, the customer base is diverse. So, you know, you're going to see white folks, Asian folks, black folks and brown folks. Indian folks, you know, um, anybody else as well. Um, but what, um, what I would see a lot again, as someone that was in the position I was in when I worked the job was I would get mistreated a lot by the, um, the Brown folks. Again, they looked down upon me and I was just some nigger there. I was just some nigger there to, uh, that was that was there to um, service them, you know. Um, I called us the field niggers because we were, we was working outside, we weren't inside, so that's how we got treated. The way that they looked at me, the way that they 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 would roll their eyes, the way their attitude toward me in general, simply just me standing in the area and they had to walk that area and stuff. You can just feel that type of vibe and stuff. And people, y'all can call it paranoia, this, that, and the third. And, and if you've never dealt with it, you'll never know how it feels. So you can't really say if it's paranoia or not. You can only imagine... <laughs> how I feel and how other black folks have felt in situations like that. And again, it hasn't even been like that with just white people. In fact, when I worked at that store, and I, I've had bad encounters with white folks, I detailed y'all that story. Um, you know, I detailed y'all that story about the couple, the interracial couple, the Asian woman and the white man, where the Asian woman tried to mistreat me and shit because she was with her white man and she thought that she was better than me and how Asian folks, especially when they get with white folks, they they, they think they they've made it as something like it, it's 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 all the communities who do that shit as well. It's like if you're gonna date outside of our race, our nationality, you have to date uh, it, it better be a white man or it better be a white woman because they are they attach whiteness to success they attach whiteness to just what you need the the what everyone should strive for so the closer you are to white a white person the closer you are to whiteness so i'm pretty sure this age that asian woman that i berated and shit and still fuck her bitch ass but i'm pretty sure that asian woman had that has had that mentality to where it's like I got my white man, I got I'm good, I'm better than all these motherfuckers, and I'm step I'm definitely better than this nigger working at this fucking grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I say all that to say the white guy tried his best to not be <laughs> a douchebag, um, but then 
he had to because his woman was there. So he had to try to be as douchey as possible. The thing is, he was a scared white boy and he knew I was going to fuck him up had he continued being a douche. So then he tried to give me a peace offering. Like I said, uh, go 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 look for the episode uh, Toys R Us. Uh, I think it was called like Toys R Us Smallpox Bag or something like that. It got the word Toys R Us in it. Uh, the name Toys R Us in it. So go look for that episode. It's a real, real older episode I did like last year or so, I, I believe. And yeah, get yourself some laughs because I, I did. I, I, I roast the shit out of that bitch ass couple. Um, if I had to say something nice, they were a beautiful couple. But bitch ass, racist ass, beautiful couple. Beautiful because they both look good. But yeah, still racist. Anyway, <laughs> um, I again, I'm I'm not out here trying to tell black folks or try to say people of color um, should not be trusted, but we have to open our eyes to their racism as well. It's not just enough to be uh, woke to white racism. You know, people of color are guilty of it, and they are just as toxic. Um, they can't, in the sense of systematic racism, they can't be worse than white folks. But in the sense of non-systematic racism, they can actually be worse because once again, they can act like they are down for us. They can live in the same neighborhoods as we do, and then they use whatever they use their numbers to. Even if the neighborhood is a poor neighborhood, which was the case with me growing up. Um, they still use the fact that there's more of them against more black folks, uh, against black folks, basically. And because there's more of them also being the landlords and just the, the I guess, the overseers of the neighborhood and stuff, they are able to relate to those people more. And then they use that as an advantage because those people are obviously going to look at them whether they're related or not as their family members okay if i kick this is if i kick this old person out this is like kicking out my abuela or you know my tío or you know this is like kicking out my little brother or evicting my little brother or you know even if they're in the wrong of doing shit you know and i'm not saying they that when they when they broke rules they never got kicked out um but it, it was like they used that nationalism. I, I'm going to just put it that way. They used that nationalism to their advantage. And they did it knowing damn well that the people in charge were, if they weren't of the same nationality, if they weren't at all Dominican or all Puerto Rican, they were at least of that descent of the Latin um, or Hispanic descent. And they can use that to as some advantage because it's like, well, who are you going to believe? Me or this this Negron over here? You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure, you know, the Asians did the same thing or in other neighborhoods and stuff. Um, so when they stick up for one another like that or they do for one another like that, um, black folks, we need to look at them and say that okay let's do that for our own because and and let's not give a damn what other people say 
that's the 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 last message I want to say. People are going to critique it, of course, because it's black folks, and we're the ones that get critiqued when we do the same shit everybody else does, good or bad. So we're going to get critiqued anyways. So you might as well do the good. Don't do the bad, but do the good that's going to benefit you, your fam, and the rest of your community and your people. And fuck what the haters are going to say because they're going to hate anyways. And there's a reason why. The reason why we get hated so much for doing it is because we come from royalty. You know what I'm saying? For those who are on Patreon, <clears throat> you know I'm on the uh, be- the the Blackest King uh tip and you know i did a review for that for those again if you're listening to this podcast the free version i appreciate the listen but you're not going to hear my review for black is king that's already up by the way you're not going to hear that because that's only that's a patreon exclusive so if you want to listen to that go subscribe to my patreon that will be in the link in the description box below you can also just hit me up on social media and find out where where the patreon patreon is and i'll gladly send you the link to that um but yeah at last point i was making um they know that we we are we're royalty we're kings we're king we're kings we're queens we are royalty and not to say that we're better than anybody else um but there is definitely something magical about black folks. Um, and that makes others feel threatened. And when we are together and we're strong together, that puts fear in other folks, you know? And that's not our problem. That's not our problem, black folks. We, we should not stop our shine to make sure that they feel less threatened. They feel threatened by you just simply every fucking day I walk outside. I go outside with a mask on. For the patrons, you know what my face look like. For those who do listen to the podcast and you already know me, you know what my face look like. I I ain't ugly for no matters, but I definitely got um I definitely got some bad bitch um resting bitch face eyebrows that I will not do anything about. Pair my eyebrows <laughs> With a mask on. And I don't even mean to mean mug folks. But it just looks that way. Because I got these beautiful ass eyes. These beautiful ass piercing eyes. These bad bitch eyebrows. And then on top of that. I got a mask on. People think I'm a threat already. So they gonna think you a threat regardless. Even if you don't look like me. You ain't got bad bitch eyebrows. And I'm not calling anybody. I'm, I'm calling myself a bad bitch. I'm not saying it in reference to anybody else. So calm down. Even if you don't got bad bitch eyebrows, piercing eyes, or wear a mask when you go out, they're still going to view you a threat, just you by yourself. Think about that. Now, as offensive that is, me being the somewhat narcissist that I can be, I also view that as kind of a badge of honor because they tend to tread light me, lightly against uh, uh, when they are literally and figuratively they tend to tread lightly because it's like I don't want to um, I'm in the presence of someone magical or royal or for some reason I'm in the presence of something some being that makes me feel inferior so I better tread lightly 
that's my <laughs> again call me a narcissist all you want that's how i view the situation and stuff um but that's all i gotta say about that black folks let's 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 have a healthy dose of narcissism about ourselves and let's not look at anybody else as inferior but let's also not look at them and say that we have to stop our shine in order for them to shine or we have to assimilate to others in order in order for us to to live and be nah let's not do that so that's all I gotta say. It's been another great episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy. Different name, timestamps in the description box below, wherever you're listening to this as well. Once again, for those listening to it not on Patreon, you will not see the video version. You also will not get the extra content. Um, if that is something that you're fine with, that's perfectly fine. Feel free to su- continue to support outside of Patreon. Uh, if you do want to make a financial contribution without supporting the Patreon or doing a, you know, subscribing to Patreon, you can hit up the Cash App and the PayPal in the description box below. Both are there. Any amount is appreciated. Or wherever you're listening to this podcast, there should be a support tab somewhere. You can hit that support tab and um, any amount, once again, is appreciated. If you don't want to support monetarily monetarily in any way, that's perfectly fine. Once again, just subscribe to the podcast. Share the podcast. Share the episode. Also, rate it wherever you're listening to it, especially on Apple. Rate it. Rate the podcast. These are things you can do for free. That rate that spread the word and show your support for the podcast. All right? Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA Lives Matter. Trans Lives Matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter. And I'm out. Peace.